Hello everyone, welcome back. Yes, we're alive still. Welcome back to uh, episode 36. Um, it is Sunday, February 23rd. Um, the Premier League games just finished up not too long ago, Arsenal versus uh, Everton. And uh, we're back, baby. We were kind of busy this weekend, or not this week, um, so we had to save it for this uh, for this weekend. But hopefully, next Wednesday or this coming Wednesday, we'll be we'll be good to go to recap the next round of Champions League games. But, uh, anyways, Lee, how's it going, man? It's going good, going good. Yeah, a little bit of a hiatus here this week. Uh, we'll push the episode back. Uh, we are gonna mainly do Champions League this episode and Manchester Manchester City's uh, alleged. Uh, potential ban um, and then get into this weekend's games next episode for recap and kind of give you guys an update of where the league stands and all that stuff um, but yeah I'm excited to talk about this city ban and Champions League is back so it's been a, a yeah. uh, action-packed week to say the least yeah indeed it has bro uh, really good games this week that happened man yeah. um, it was good to see. I mean, we'll get into these games more in detail, but it was good to see Holland, man. He's been he's on fire, and like yeah, I don't man. think, like, it's 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 actually pretty crazy how a 19 year old can really get me excited to watch like a Champions League game. And I guess Mbappe was there was in that game as well. So watching two like really young kids just going after it, but Holland, man, he's something else. He's a fucking animal. Yeah, he's got like I can't even remember what the numbers are, but he has I think he has like, more goals this season than like some of the big teams like yeah. total. He's got like in the in the group yeah. in the like every like some of the big teams total in the Champions League competition. Yeah, he I think uh it was 12 goals in 8 games for Dortmund. Yeah. That's on for 19 for a 19 year old. It yeah. seems like he's been playing for Dortmund for like years. Yeah, he's and he's got double-digit goals in Champions League, I think, right now. And I think, like, more goals total than, like, Atletico, PSG, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember, but hitting the ground running. Um, would love to see them make a run, um, even though, yikes, PSG. I guess we'll start with this game. Yeah, we'll start with this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, PSG, this will be, what, four years in a row that they would get knocked out in round 16 if mm-hmm. that is indeed what happens. Yeah. Um, I like this Dortmund team. I was su- pleasantly surprised that they were able to hold PSG to one goal, um, but still seeing a lot of vulnerabilities throughout the first leg especially. Um, I thought Zagadou is like probably the shakiest of their of their back line. Yeah. And he got exposed on the goal really bad. Mm-hmm. And there was even like a holy shit moment where PSG probably should have equalized that he fucked up on as well. Yeah, yeah. Um he he's he's had a really shaky season. I don't know. And uh he's French, right? If I'm, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So. He's young. He's only he's like young. 19, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like tw- yeah, 20 years old or something like that. I mean, he's still got a lot of time to develop, but he needs to uh, I think one he needs to work on his athleticism too. I feel like he's not um he's not very mobile. You know what I'm saying? And I know he's like he's a big dude. I mean he's a big yeah, guy. Yeah, he's um but six it, five. Holy shit. But I think if he really wants to, uh, you know, amp his game and uh make it to the next next level, I think he needs to work in, on his like, you know, more of his agility. Um, yeah. cuz look at Van, I mean Van Dyke's a big dude also. Not as big as Zagadu, mm-hmm. but he's very agile. Which makes him a really good defender, and I think if Zagadu can really—he's um, a little clunky. Yeah, if he can like kind of unclunk—that's <laughs> a word—unclunk <laughs> himself, 
I think he'll he'll fare better, but he's definitely been really shaky. And uh, you're right, PSG actually had a lot of decent chances this game. Um, two one though, away is not bad at uh, at Dortmund. It's 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 a hard stadium to go to and and play, but. I mean, with the talent that PSG has, like you're expecting them to go through, bro. And a waggle is huge for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, they kind of got complacent though after they scored because two minutes later, Holland scores a second as two one, courtesy of Gio Reyna, young American, got an assist. Yeah. Uh, and his, I don't know if this was his Champions League debut, debut but yeah, it was his debut. I think. Nineteen or eighteen years? No, maybe seventeen. Maybe 17. seventeen, bro. Seventeen. He's a a junior old. in high school. Two thousand and two. Think about, oh my, that makes me feel so old. That's junior, senior year, right? Yeah. Like of high school. What was I doing, bro? I was playing <laughs> I was playing in high school soccer. This dude's in the Champions League assisting. We were born in 96, and hearing people bo- about these kids who are pros and born in the 2000s is just insane. Unreal. Um, but he comes on and gets an assist for the winning goal. Um, what are your thoughts on this second leg then? 2-1, they have to go to PSG, which not as quite of a hostile environment as Signal Duna is. But. No, no. Um, dude, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm expecting PSG to go through because they're at home. They're, they, are in, they are in Paris. Um, again, the atmosphere there is not as intimidating as, say, um, going to Dortmund. But you got to think, Lee, like that. I mean, they need to, they need to go through. Like, there's no... If if Dortmund, I mean, when you th- when you were thinking of PSG, like y- y- back in the day when they were um, creating this project they had, you were thinking Dortmund would be a team that they'd had to worry about to make it through in the Champions League, right? They were worrying about like your Barcelona's, Real Madrid, like big teams, and now like all the, <laughs> I mean, essentially like all these nineteen, seventeen year olds, twenty year olds are are yeah. outdoing PSG, who have a lot of veterans on that mm-hmm. team, uh, and again Neymar. I mean Neymar, he he scored right. Neymar scored a bump is Mbappe assisted, but I just think, uh, oh man, I don't know Neymar. I, I feel like I haven't seen enough of Neymar. Well, Neymar, I think, was kind of still playing with a knock. Yeah, and, he said something uh, like he that. He wanted to play midweek. I think they had a game midweek uh-huh. or on the weekend in the Farmers League game. Uh-huh. Uh, but the doctors told him no. Like you should, rest. you should yeah. rest because he's always injured at this time of year. It yeah. seems like. And for for these Champions League yeah. knockout stages, so they wanted to rest him, but he um, he like made a little comment that yeah, after he, the game, and thought, I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. He thought he should have been able to choose for himself if he wanted yeah. to play, yeah. Um, to like kind of get him almost like warmed up for Champions League after mm-hmm. being out for a little while. Yeah. But if I'm PSG, if they do not go through, coach is gone. Was it Tuchel the coach? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, the league is not even an obstacle for them anymore. I mean, they win it by 20 points every year. Yeah. They're spending money. Like, you have the team to advance. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, when it comes to the knockout stages, they crumble. But I, I do think that being at home in the second leg and having that away goal that they should go through – um, but I kind of want to see Dortmund. I kind of want to see Dortmund to go through. I don't. I don't. J- Jaden Sancho and, and Holland and Gio Reyna now. Yeah, I, I just love the team that they have. If, if their back line shows up, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, because they know how to score goals, no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. It's just gonna. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough because you already know PSG are gonna throw everything. 
at this um, at this defense. And, I mean, and at this point in Mbappe and Neymar's career, Neymar is what, 28, 29? Yeah, he's like 20, yeah, 27. I think it was like 27. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mbappe, you know, it's time for him to take that next step. If PSG can't advance this year, those two it's are like, gone. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I think I think like if, why stay? That's what I'm saying. I, if they don't make it through, I think um, I mean Neymar. We heard last year or last summer he wanted to go back to Barca. Um, Mbappe. I mean, I don't know what's going on with him. I mean, PSG are literally like on their knees begging him to stay. I mean, they're what you see that uh, report. It was like on Bleacher Report. I think they're gonna offer something around like 45 mil a year. Oh my god! Or forty million a year. It's like the same wages as like Ronaldo and Messi, which I mean, I mean he is good enough. But if I'm PSG, like you got to really start thinking like maybe we should sell these players and cash in and invest and reinvest it into the rest of our our team because yeah. this this whole entire like superstar buying, um, spending all this money on one player, obviously it hasn't really been working out for them. Let's be honest. Yeah, and what was I gonna say about Mbappe? You know, yes, he won the World Cup. But if he really wants to leave a lasting impact on the club level, he needs to go somewhere else to really be the best that he can be and give himself a challenge year round rather than just when it comes to Champions League. Because I, I don't, I don't even see him enough. Like, no. and, and he's like, he's like almost like just fucking around like in in Ligue Because uh, I've seen highlights sometimes and like they're like winning by a shit ton and he's just trying like all these weird flicks and shit like that and like. Um, so I don't I'm really, saying they don't even don't, they don't, don't even take the league seriously. Yeah, anymore. they don't take the league seriously. They don't have and, to. <laughs> and with um Mbappe, like Mbappe, like I really want to see him like in a Premier League setting, like where every day, like or every week, you have to really show up and and play. And you know, like you said, I think that's the best best for his career. Um, but uh, as far as you know, as as far as this next this next matchup, I, I, it's kind of hard to say who's gonna go through. I want Dortmund to go through because I don't have any ties to PSG. Um, so I want Dortmund to go through, but it's gonna be hard. Because uh, they're definitely PSG is definitely gonna nick some goals in, and I mean it's it's all it's gonna be on that defense to see if they can really uh, hold back PSG and that offense if they can get in some goals. Yeah, and I do think of this week, this was definitely the most intriguing matchup, and I'm of all of the even this coming week's fixtures, I think this is the most intriguing tie of the round of sixteen. Yeah, um, alongside maybe Real Madrid and City. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, I think PSG will nick it. That's just my gut feeling because of the inconsistency of Dortmund with that back line. Uh, but I would prefer yeah. to see Dortmund and going forward, I want to see PSG change how they, how they operate, basically cut off some of this Neymar and, and, uh, and Mbappe shit and build a more, well-rounded squad where there's less reliability yeah. on a couple yeah. players to to pull your weight basically definitely, definitely. and, and it, it's 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 hurting their league as well i know they don't view it that way but it's hurting their league to the point where now they're not even taking their league seriously and they're still finishing 15 I mean, points yeah. clear i mean that the french league they need to figure something out about how they can help other teams get some more cash flow in or something cuz it's boring I don't know. Yeah, like, and no, no and one pays attention to it. And it whatsoever. used to be pretty good. It used to be pretty decent. Yeah. It used to be like good, like three, four teams. Like it used to be PSG, Lyon, Marseille, and then maybe like one other one. Yeah. But those were the top three ones. But now it's like, or Monaco. Monaco used to be good also. Yeah. Um, but they lost all their players. And um, I don't know. Something needs to happen. And I was also going to say, I just remembered this with Mbappe. Um, he's kind of has like a chip on his shoulder now, too, with Holland fucking killing it. 
Mbappe's young. He's 21, 20, yeah. 20, 21. Two years uh, older than Holland. But he's seeing Holland like fucking kill it in the Bundesliga, which is a harder league than um than Ligue And he's killing the Champions League. So if I'm Mbappe, I'm getting a little competitive now, trying to see if you can... And uh, you got to think... Holland was Holland came from the Austrian league yeah. to the Bundesliga. If yeah. he can make that impact coming from the Austrian league, Mbappe can do the same. And I, yeah, so if I'm him, dude, I I, I want to get out in the summer. Like I kind of want to make, because sh- I know he he's young, he's competitive. Like he's not la- a lazy player. Yeah. So and I see if I'm seeing another kid younger than me like killing it now, I'm like, you know what, I gotta go somewhere else and and show what I can do. Mm-hmm. Also, so. Yeah, um, and, I ho- and I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope that happens also. Uh, but then moving on to Atletico Liverpool. <laughs> I was so happy about this. So was I. And I'll lead with this. No matter how Atletico is doing domestically in their league, as long as Simeone's there and they're in Champions League, I will never rule them out. Because mm-hmm. over two legs, Simeone just knows how to work his magic tactically to yeah. Pull a result yeah, and they don't, his ass on and they, any given day. And they don't play good soccer at all. Like, I mean, they didn't play good soccer. No, it was, they it don't was, have to. It was cruddy. No, and I mean, whatever. I, you know, 27% possession. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. Well, also, Liverpool had no shots on goal this game. First no, this, time since 2018, this, I think they said. This was this was probably Liverpool's worst match in a, in like a year and a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And it was probably Atletico's best match in a long time. Because Atletico, have, like you said, they haven't been doing well in the league at all. So they kind of like flip flop. Liverpool were at their worst, and Atletico were at their best. And that goal they scored was really scrappy, and they just packed Set it piece, in. Set piece, got it early on, and they just packed it in. So one zero. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure you saw this. How uh, a lot of the Liverpool players after the game, they were uh, <laughs> they were throwing some shade at like the at the at like Simeone and like the players how they were celebrating like they won the Champions League or something like that. And you could tell Liverpool was salty. You know they were yeah. salty, but I'm like. I'm like, grow up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is your probably... You guys had a bad day in the office, all right? Like, and don't, like, make a big deal out of it. Like, yeah. now, the way I look at this is, if I'm Simeone or in Atletico Madrid, I see them getting really frustrated. I'm like, this is perfect. We want them to get this frustrated. Yeah. Like, this is... Because, like, they're going out and saying, they don't even play good soccer. Like, they're, like, they don't... They, like, they're a disgrace to soccer. Like, they're, they're cheering is annoying. And I'm Simeone. I'm just, like, sitting in my seat, like, oh, my God. We're in their head right now. Yeah. Like, we're in their head. Living rent-free in their head. Yeah. Um, so they get the girl, they get the goal early on, which like could not have played out any better for them than, than doing that. And compared to, cause yeah, they're down, Liverpool's down going in the second leg. Like they've been the last Mm. two years and they've made epic comebacks. But Barcelona, we've been talking, we, we, everyone knows Barcelona's back line is, is their most vulnerable part of their game. Yeah. But now you got a team like Atletico, which is the strongest part of their game. So going into the second leg, the longer that Atletico holds Liverpool scoreless for and combined with the frustration from the first leg, that's going to build and build and build. And it's going to be at Anfield. The fans are going to be tense. That's going to impact the players a little bit more added pressure. So it's not going to be like a wide open game like it has been when Liverpool played Barca last year in the second leg. No, uh, no. this is a team who will pack it in, and they'll and take shit, it, dude. If they they'll nick, if they nick a goal somehow early, oh, Atletico, pack it all. They're, they're, they're a fortress. It's not going to be like either of the past 
two comebacks that that Liverpool has pulled off. No, you don't score a lot of goals against Atletico Madrid. Like, no, you don't. Um, again, it won't be it won't be easy though. I mean, going to Anfield is obviously it's very very difficult. Um, you saw with I mean they made really good comebacks, um, and you know that I mean Liverpool are gonna throw it throw everything they got at uh at this Atletico defense, and it's gonna be whether Atletico can withstand all those uh, waves of pressure from Liverpool, or if they're able to nick a goal like some sort of away goal again, like just a scrappy goal and just pack it in again. Yeah. Uh, but definitely, I I can see. I mean, Liverpool are definitely gonna score in in Anfield. Like I, I know mm-hmm. they are. Like I I cannot see them not scoring unless they have like another um, awful day in the office like they did at the at the Wanda. Yeah, but because they actually did have some like really good. I know Henderson had a really good Salah, chance. Salah, Salah had, had like two really good yeah. chances that they normally at least get on frame. Yeah, and they just couldn't hit the yeah. target. So so it was definitely a rough day at the office. I ultimately think they will end up going through. Yeah. They're going to be at Anfield, which they never lose at Anfield. But no. all it's going to be is a tie. True. All it's going to take it is a tie, tie for Atletico to go through. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I'm never going to rule Atletico out. But I do think Liverpool is going to end up nicking it. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't. Yeah. But um, it's going to be extremely interesting and a really tense game to watch for sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out uh, this left back for... Atletico that stood stood out to me in the first leg, Lodi. Uh huh. Never really heard of him. I'm not sure yeah. where he came from. I don't know if you want to look that up. Yeah, really yeah. Quick. I'll look this up. Um, I was really impressed with him, um, both defensively and some of the balls he served in. Mm-hmm. Um, when he did get forward, I was impressed with him. I thought that guy Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Party, he's good. I thought he played very well. And um, I thought Alvaro Morata, you know, I think he could have been a little bit more involved going forward. But I think he had a chance to score. They could have, Athletic yeah. could have made it 2-0, I think. You know, also, second leg, you know who it's a perfect game for on Atletico? Hmm. Diego Costa. Yeah, yeah. This Liverpool team is going to be frustrated. And he can just bully that. And he can get live rent-free in their head like he does with so many defenders that he's come up against. He can just go up in there and bully the defenders. Just, yeah, bully them in the box, you know, give them little elbows yeah. like he does. Perfect scenario for him, second yeah. leg. Yeah, dude. I to mean, frustrate the hell out of that back line. Because Liverpool's not used to this. Like, they're used to just, you know, coming in, you know, even if they're playing like shit, they nick, they nick a goal and they, find, they get a result, but... Atletico, man, they, they they find ways to just get in your head and piss you off, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, fuck, I mean, I, hey, man, I don't really like the soccer they play, but it works. Yeah, it works. It does. So it's not working for them in the league, uh, but over a two-legged tie like this, oh yeah, this and is like, why yeah. they advance like they have in the yeah. past. Um, uh, and also, one last thing, Jordan Henderson got a little bit of a knock. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. In the yeah, first leg. Yeah. It'd be good to see. I I've really wanted to see Keita kind of like come up because he was really good for Leipzig and he's yeah. been kind of like, eh. I, I don't thought know. he was gonna be better. I thought he was gonna be better, and I mean he's. I think he's still fairly young, but I kind of want to see him. Um, I kind of want to see him. You know, get some more play. I know he hasn't played a lot this year, has he? I feel like he hasn't. Yeah. No, not as much as we probably initially thought he yeah. would, but. Uh, we might he might uh, have to step up for yeah, next also, leg because Jordan yeah. Henderson might be out. Yeah. Um. Anyways, though, this Lodi guy, he came from he's Brazilian. He came from Atlético Paranaense. I think mm. from I think it's from Brazil, uh, the Brazilian team. In uh, last year, this past summer, 2019. So they just got him. Yeah, I was impressed with him. Him and Thomas Party, I thought had uh, very good games. Yeah, for sure. So that'll be an interesting second leg. 
Um, Ultimately, I, I can see Liverpool scraping through. I mean, I can see them. Yeah, but they're, oh, they, they, the story of their season, they yeah. always, they're always finding a way. Um, but I'm not going to rule out Simeone and, and no. Co. for yeah. sure. Uh, but then moving on to probably the least significant game on paper, but Atalanta-Valencia, man. First ever Champions League for Atalanta. They absolutely smash Water. Valencia at home. Uh, 4-1. Um, and here's a fun fact before we actually get into the game. Atalanta has been playing their home games for Champions League in the San Siro this year. Because, uh, and they're they're in the process of building like a new stadium, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But their current home stadium did not meet UEFA safety regulations. Oh, really? So they could not play their Champions League games Why? at you, the San Siro. I don't you know. know. Uh, you know how old Italian yeah. League stadiums are. So this one must just be really shambolic or something because they were not approved to play there. So they've been playing at San Siro. And you remember in the, in the group stage, they lost their first three games. Atalanta. Yeah, yeah. They were in City's group. They lost their first three games mm-hmm. and then they pretty much did not lose the rest of their games. And they, they come through, through and Valencia was the ideal team to get drawn with. Yeah. Because um, Valencia, remember, got first somehow in that Chelsea Ajax group. Yeah. And absolutely smashed them in the first leg. Yeah. They were up 4 0. And, and uh, the thing is, though, Valencia had a lot of shots, too, though. They just couldn't score. Right? They had yeah, a lot of chances. Yeah, and Atalanta literally scored with almost every single shot. They were, like, unstoppable. No, they were. Um, I could, I'll tell you this, though, for both of these teams defensively, they're both not that good. I, I don't think they're both. I mean, they both let up a lot of chances. Uh, and whoever Atlanta play Atlanta, because I, I, I think ultimately I think Atalanta is gonna go through. Um, yeah, they, but actually, they, Valencia isn't too big of a hole. Yeah, Valencia isn't too big of a big of a hole. So, um, Atalanta though, whoever they play next, I mean, they're gonna have to rely on that offense because I, I think defensively is where. Well, they uh, fun fact: Atalanta has um, the most goals scored in Serie A. There you go. 63 goals, more than Juve. Juve only has 48 goals scored. Okay, there you go. And yeah. the next closest is Lazio with 58. But the, the team, they know how to score goals. They they have four or five goal games quite quite often. Yeah. And whereas they maybe don't keep as many clean sheets. They just score a lot. Um, they score a ton of goals, and they're going to score in this this away leg as well uh, when they go to Valencia. So this is done and dusted, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Very impressed with them. I think it's a great story. You know, the first ever Champions League. They don't have on paper, like, a very notable squad. I mean, they have Ilicic, who's good. Uh, Martin Darun, I think a lot of people know him. Um, And that's really it. Uh, I mean, Martin Darun, did I say him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think people are are familiar with him as well as Ilicic, but then, like, the guy who scored a beauty, this Froiler guy, he's Swiss. I had never even heard of him before. Um, Golini, I think, played for Aston Villa in the championship for a little while. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. low-key guys. So they have a lot of low-key players that are all pulling their weight. Uh, they're well-coached. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they have a good squad. Ultimately, I don't think they'll make it past the next round, but this has already been a win in itself, making it as far as yeah. they have. Agreed. Um, and then the last game on the docket for the first week is Spurs Leipzig. What were your thoughts on that one? 
Spurs look brutal, bro. Um, I mean, they got dominated at home. For sure, that first half was Leipzig could have. I mean, Leipzig should have had like three goals for sure yeah. in this game. Um, and it was at Tottenham. And that first, I mean that 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 first half that was brutal to watch if you're a Tottenham fan, just because, I mean they did the classic Mourinho pack it in, play really negative uh, football, and kind of try to just nick on the counter, um, but Leipzig were on them that whole entire first half, and not, and the thing the thing is like Tottenham in the towards the second half, like middle of the second half, they kind of, they kind of picked it up a little bit. They're like, okay, we got to try to get a goal. But that's not how soccer works. Like you can't just like all of a sudden just turn on and then expect the goal. Like it's something you gotta be able to do throughout the ninety minutes of the game. Yeah. And I just don't understand why Jose Mourinho, with all these attacking players, he's so reluctant to play his style of football. Yeah, but you also have to think they have no Harry Kane. That's true. And they have no son who broke his arm. I guess. No, that's true. Yeah. No, I I agree. And I'm not like I was I was also gonna say that. I but they still have you know Lucas Mora, who is a tad inconsistent. Burwine who's, like, obviously no Son or Harry Kane. I mean, he still has attacking options. Deli yeah. Ali, I mean, Deli Ali's been kind of iffy also. Um, but definitely, I mean, their their top two players are injured, which well, a lot of the goals come from Harry Kane and Son. Yeah, that's going to um, and that's gonna hurt that's them, gonna hurt not them. only for the second leg, but in the league as yeah, well. Yeah, so, so a lot of people were like, because Mourinho said they were like a gun without bullets. <laughs> which, Pretty good analogy. Yeah, which, which, like, I mean, I'll give him that. Like, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, he's making excuses again. But, I mean... That's his two best players, bro, and that doesn't really happen a lot. Like where you lose, like you lose one yeah. good player, but like you don't lose like your two best strikers, and that's what happened with him. So yeah, and you also have to think under Poch last year they had they didn't have Harry Kane in the Champions League, and I remember Lucas Mora, and I think it was the City tie. Mm-hmm. He went off, yeah. and he was the reason they got to the final. Yeah, he had a, and he had the opportunity to do it again this time around, but. They played defensive and a different type of playing style than they would have done under Pochettino, mm-hmm. and it didn't really give them the freedom to play the way they wanted in attack. Um, so let me ask you this: Do you think Mourinho's so Mourinho's been the coach for what three months now? Yeah, th- about three months. Do you, now that you know we see he loses a couple players and. He the production falls off a little bit. Do you think the game has passed him by? Do you think? Do you think he it's it, it's time for him to you know maybe take it down a notch when it comes to who he's capable of coaching? Like, do you think he's still capable of coaching these elite teams? Is what I'm asking you guys. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of yeah, it's hard because I was always a big fan of him, but yeah, it's I mean he, I mean bro, if it doesn't work out with Spurs. This is like, this is his last good chance to prove that he still he still got that his mojo, and if this becomes like another Man U story, Lee, where he kind of um, he kind of loses it and loses the locker room and he gets fired again. I mean, I think that's it for him, bro. I mean, if I like, I, I just don't see him coming back after two really poor seasons with Man U or poor spells with Man U. And Spurs, and if it ends, ex- I mean, and if it ends the same way it did with Man U, I think, I think he's finished, dude. I don't yeah, know. I, I think, I think ultimately they'll give him time for yeah. next season to kind of bring in some players and see how, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I think ultimately after this time next season, if Spurs are no better off in both the league and 
co- competing in the Champions League, and we'll see if they even make Champions yeah, League for next yeah. year. Um, I think, yeah. which is not his fault. If they don't make it. I mean, he, that was a hard situation he was left in. So yeah, I, I and now that. he's got two injuries, which yeah. makes matters worse. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll compare it to the league, though. If he's not doing well in the league this time next year, yeah, yeah. Then, uh, then I think you know, I think it. it He's just on a downward spiral. Yeah, and I think he's. I mean, he should probably inter, like manage and, and international. He, his football. next his next role may have to be a Enchilotti esque role in like an Everton squad. Yeah, like a team that you know is maybe a notch down from the elite. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not saying Spurs are elite, but you know they're considered a top six team, and Everton yeah. are not. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. essentially what I mean by that. Yeah, I feel like Jose should go back to the Serie A more too. I feel like that suit him a lot better, Serie A for some, for some reason. Yeah, or um, even La or the, Liga maybe. Or, or the Fire, huh? Or the Fire. <laughs> I'd take him on the Fire. <laughs> that would be interesting to say the least. Um, <laughs> but, but then on the flip side, Leipzig. They look like they're gonna go through. Nagelsmann, man. He is a he's he's th- a very good coach. He's thirty-two, thirty-three. Very young coach. Yeah, very talented coach um tactically sets his team up well um i think leipzig spanked uh, schalke on the weekend like four nothing five zero five zero and then they they win this game shut out as well on the road uh tough place to play that new spurs stadium um he's a great coach he doesn't really have like on paper a much better or worse team than spurs do so he really kind of outcoached Mourinho, I thought, in this game. And then Werner, I thought, should have had a couple goals. Um, yeah, he and he did. ends up getting the one from the penalty spot. Um, I also want to point out a uh, guy who started in this game, Ethan Empadu. Yeah, yeah. He's on loan from Chelsea. Yeah, he played well, dude. He, he played, played well. very well. And uh, I'll tell – actually, this is also – I was confused about this because I – um. Leipzig didn't have a lot of their starters. Like Upakamu was was out for some yeah. reason. I don't know if he was injured or not. But let me let me look at his line. Tyler Adams, I know, was hurt. Tyler Adams was hurt. So they had. You're right. They had Ethan up a up a whatever, <laughs> up a up Ampadu. <laughs> they had. They. I mean, they had him in the back. Um, I mean, the rest were kind of like like regular starters. But like, if you're if you're Spurs, like you, I, if I'm Mourinho, I'd tell him like you know. Press this kid, make him nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he didn't, he hasn't played a lot. I mean, he hasn't played a lot of games for for Leipzig, and this is like a big game. And he looked comfortable. He was yeah, pinging. He, did. he was pinging 19. balls. Yeah, he was pinging balls from like <laughs> from his own half, like 30 yards forward. And like, I was impressed because this is a guy who's only played. I think if you look up his stats, he's only played in like three Bundesliga games. And here he's here he is called upon in a Champions League away match, and he's. Loaned by Chelsea because he's really not valued yet. Mm-hmm. And here he is, a team second place in the Bundesliga, starting in a Champions League game. Same thing with Angelino. Angelino has played well in every game that I've watched him play in yeah. since he's been on loan at Leipzig. And, yeah, it's not City. It's it's player for player, you know, different system, different oh, yeah, team yeah. around you. But second place in the Bundesliga only behind only Bayern, who just as good. A city, in my opinion, I think probably so too. the deepest squad in Europe. Yeah, uh, so and and honestly, Leipzig maybe should have nicked the nicked the win against um, exactly against uh, and Angelino played in that game as yeah, well. So, so, so it, it that kind of goes back to Nagelsmann really getting a lot out of what he has. Um, this Nordy Mekiele guy is 
right wing back. I don't really know much about him. He's young too, 22, French. Came from Montpellier. Nagelsmann, man, he's good. He's an up-and-coming coach. He's good. And it's like not even like the players more so. It's just like, I mean, they're good. the players are good. Don't get me wrong. But like the system that he has them in is so good. And Mourinho was just saying, <laughs> it was he said something along the lines of like how we don't have like their best players, like our best players. And he said like, like you know they have like Polson and I'm like I'm like all right bro like Polson didn't even Polson didn't start yeah like all right one Polson is good but he's not like he's not on the level of yeah. like he's like on the same level that you have right now of your players like your Burwines mm-hmm. and Lucas Moura who could probably obviously are more agile and probably better on the ball so he like I don't know it was just it's just funny to see. <laughs> it's just funny man like I don't know like this Leipzig team like they have good players but they don't ha- it's not like they have um world beaters it's, yeah it's like they're true. good players and that and they play a really good system and uh honest i mean yeah I, this came down to coaching and Mourinho got out coached by nagelsman yeah so absolutely um and I, I honestly at the end of the day i think leipzig is gonna go through i think they're gonna make it through i do as well i i don't see there being enough in attack for spurs um and next go around yeah. and deli ali has been playing really bad also i mean deli ali hasn't yeah been I, anymore <laughs> The beginning when Dude, he, Mourinho first took over, we thought this was going to be the rejuvenation, the Bro, rebirth he's, of he's him. Turning, he's turning out to be another Lingard 2.0. Yeah, maybe great, not, maybe maybe shot. not, maybe not as worse, but ah, oh, Jesus Christ, dude! Like he's just, I don't know what's going on, bro. He's just, he's just kind of falling off right now. And honestly, I I don't even know if I if I see him starting in the Euros. They have other good midfielders. No, so. other English players are going to pass him by yeah. for sure. The way he's been playing. Yeah. Uh, but I think that will do it for yeah. Champions League. Do you want to preview these other ones real quick? Uh, yeah, let's do that let's really quickly. Pre- um, um, we got Chelsea, Bayern, Munich. I think, <laughs> I think Bayern, Munich are gonna slaughter Chelsea. Yeah. I, that's my that's my the opinion. way Chelsea's been playing and the way Bayern's been playing, uh, it's a no brainer for me. Um, I think this could easily be like a six two aggregate. Yeah, I, especially at Bayern, I feel like at home they're gonna slaughter them. I just Chelsea are not looking good right now. Um, they look very very vulnerable, um, and you know they just don't have enough players right now. I mean they don't have good enough players. To, you know Lampard's been doing what as good as he can with what he has, um, but they're missing a striker. Bashuai is oh my god, he is awful. Yeah. Bashuai is awful. Giroud has has actually been scoring. Like he. I think Drew scored on the weekend, but yeah. it's like ugh. It's just, he's not going to get no. a sniff against Bayern. No, no. So they have yeah. no wingers. No, it's just like yeah, they're lacking a lot, and Bayern Munich are really fucking good in the attack. So I think Bayern's going to kick the shit yeah, out of them. I think so too. Um, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> uh, Napoli Barca. All right, hear me out. I think Napoli could maybe do something here. I don't know. You think? I just think Barca, dude, Lee, Bar- I'm not like, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying this is going to be, any, like, I'm not saying Napoli 100% they're going to, excuse me. Um, I'm not saying that Napoli is going to easily, like, <clears throat> make it through, but I don't know, man. If, like, I'm, I feel like Barca aren't as feared as they used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just, you're right. It just definitely hasn't been um, a strong season for them. Napoli has won six of their last seven. That's what I'm saying. They've actually been playing pretty well in the league. And, uh, I mean, Barcelona, you know, Dembele is out, uh, Suarez is out. And, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this here right now. The fucking, uh, they got Braithwaite from Leganes, which, don't even get me started on that rule that yeah, La Liga has. A, that, that, was, that, is, that, that is nonsense. That is nonsense. And, and um, 
Barcelona, Barcelona look, they look like they're all over the place. They look like they don't have a plan when it comes to recruitment. They don't look like they have a plan on the pitch. It's kind of just like relying on Messi to do everything for him, which he can. I mean, he can carry yeah. a team because he's that good. But, I mean, Barcelona, I mean, Lee, this Barca team looks really bad. Like, the board is just like all over the place. They let go of two young strikers, and then, then Billy got injured. So now they had to do this stupid ass rule to get Braithwaite. Like, it's just the way they're operating behind the scenes and on the pitch it's 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 kind of pathetic to i think be uh, with you. it's kind of pathetic i think Griezmann will be an x factor in this yeah. game in this yeah. tie if, if he if he could be an impact player i think they can go through easily if he doesn't show up and Messi truly has to do everything himself maybe maybe napoli could uh could nick something yeah um i don't make I, I do think this is going to be a closer tie than maybe some people think I think so too. Uh, yeah. I don't think Barca is going to necessarily walk all over them. No. Um, Napoli has a pretty solid back line with Koulibaly mm-hmm. still. Um, I don't really know where the goals are going to come from from Napoli. Um, they've kind of struggled in that department this year. Um, but then again, Barca's back line is easily the weakest part of their game. So it'll be interesting. Um, I do think Barca will ultimately nick it. Um, but I'm not going to totally rule Napoli out. Gattuso, I don't know if he has Champions League coaching experience either. Yeah, it's 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 up for grabs. Like, I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. I'm not too sure. I just think at least, I mean, I feel like at least Napoli could make it interesting. I don't know. I think they could make it interesting. They could. They so. could. And they, it, it, a lot of it will come down to how this first leg goes. If Barca comes out and... Scores two away goals, but they tie two two. Like it's done. It's done. Yeah. Um, they need to win the first leg, even if yeah. it's one nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, next match: City versus Real Madrid. This is gonna be the big one. Hear me out. Yeah, let's hear. Actually, let's do Juventus okay. Lyon first, and then All we'll right. use the city All one right. to segue you, into. All right, Juve goes. Juve goes through. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess there really isn't much to say. I about. mean, the the pie the pie is injured. Um, he is. So he's injured. Um, I don't really know anyone else on on Lyon. So, uh, it looks like um, Iguain questionable. Douglas Costa is out, and Pichanic is out. Oh. Um, but ultimately, they be able to take care of business. Though. Ultimately, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem for Juventus. Leon's not killing it in the league this year as they were last year either. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess there really isn't much to say about no. that one. Juventus go through. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. So Real Madrid City. Real Madrid uh, lose on the weekend. They also lose Hazard on the weekend again. Again. They. Like Barca, not world beaters this year. Not a type of season we're used to see having seeing with them. 46 goals in 25 games. Not crazy compared yeah. to Barca's 62. Yeah. And City have Laporte back. I think it's going to be a great tie nonetheless. I'm not saying City's going to go out and walk all over him because they're not. Um, But all bias aside, I think City's going to – I think City have – it's in their hands. The ball's in their court. Yeah, they and uh, yeah, Real Madrid do have a lot of injuries right now. I mean, um, Gareth Bale right now I think is injured. I mean, Hazard's out the rest of the season, broken ankle. Um, Ljovic, it says, it says gastrointestinal discomfort day to day for Jovic under the injury list. 
Interesting. Um, Asensio. Oh, yeah. Asensio's out, too. I forgot about Asensio. He's been out for a while. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, f- I think the biggest yeah. thing that it's going to come down Sterling, to. Sterling's also doubtful, isn't he? Yeah, I don't. He's been he's been kind of uh, inconsistent lately. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not really. I mean, it would be nice to have him, but um, Bernardo Silva out there yeah, will be, be fine. fine. Um, so, I'm not too worried about that, but I think what it's really going to come down to is the midfield. Two exceptional midfielders. Uh, groups of midfielders, mm-hmm. I should say. Casemiro, Tony Cruz, Luka Modric on one end, and then De Bruyne, uh, Rodri, and then I guess it would either be Bernardo or David Silva. Yeah. That's what it's going to come, ta- come down to, uh, essentially. Um, because in the attack, they're not going to have Hazard. They'll have Benzema, Isco, and then I guess maybe Vinicius? Yeah. I, yeah. I-, I don't know who will be the other midfielder. Yeah, Vinicius has been pretty quiet, forward, though. I should say. Vinicius has been pretty quiet. Um, I'm trying to see who they brought know. on off the bench. They had brought on Vinicius and Lucas Vasquez off the bench and Federico Valverde on the loss to Levante on the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I, Rodrigo? Right? Yeah, I guess he could be an option as well. But with Laporte back in the side, and Laporte has been used sparingly since he's been healthy to kind of get his start to get his fitness up. They play him like 65 minutes here and there. Uh, kind of to prepare him for this tie, I think. So hopefully by second leg, he'll be fully fit. And statistically proven that when Laporte is starting, we win games. I think we've only lost two games since Laporte has arrived that we've actually lost, which is quite impressive. And he's defensively sound. Um, Playing out of the back is... So much smoother with him in the lineup. Um, they'll have Fernandinho probably alongside him. And if they play like that, I mean, they played pretty well against Leicester here on the weekend. Um, I think with him in the side, though, as long as he's fit to go at least 75 minutes in the first leg, yeah, it'll be pretty huge for mm-hmm. them. And I think it's beneficial to be on the road the first leg first. Yeah. Um, that's my opinion. If they could get an away goal, regardless if they win or tie or lose in the first leg, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, um, it is definitely an intriguing matchup. Matchup though, and yeah. then of course that back line for for Madrid is going to be world class. Veron, Marcelo, Carvajal, Sergio Ramos. Yeah, yeah, that's so, going to be so really good. Yeah, that's going to be something yeah. that they have. That's yeah. definitely just, uh, an edge over us. Yeah, our it, back line is super shaky. Yeah, but also, yeah, like you said though, Real Madrid up front, they're kind of bare right now. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the signings they've made, like forward wise, have not been working out. Hazard because of injury, Jovic because you know I don't know he just hasn't settled in. So, um, that's I, why I mean, midfield is what is going to be where it's, it's going to be where it's at. So you got uh, City with definitely the better attack, Madrid the better defense, but that midfield is a be key. Who's going to win that midfield? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's gonna be gritty. Um, um, Casemiro, man, I'm a Casemiro against Rodri. You know they both played against each other last yeah, year so when Rodri was at Atletico, so they yeah. know each other pretty well. I can see Casemiro pull, pulling off one of those like thirty yard shots or something. He pulls that out yeah. of his ass a lot. Like, and I like, I honestly, I think the goals are gonna come from the mid. And Benzema, I mean, ben, Benzema has a good game. Benzema also. has had a pretty good year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's definitely gonna be a good matchup. I don't, I, I can, 
I can't tell you to be honest who I think is gonna go through. I just I think it's gonna be kind of close. I think it will be. Yeah. I think it will be close. So, um, I don't have any preference of who goes through. Whoever goes through with me is fine. Like I don't. I don't yeah, know. it'll be an exciting competition yeah. regardless. I I hope City go I mean, through to yeah. salvage their salvage their well, season. Yeah, oh yeah. Also, I didn't even mention this. I guess with the whole entire band thing going on, I guess we'll talk about that in a, in a hot sec, anyways. After this, but I mean, I feel like they're gonna have a fire under their ass. To make it as far as they can this yeah, year. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's a good point. So, yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, we will segue speaking to of bands. Yeah. the potential <sighs> Champions League ban. Credit Card FC. Uh. <laughs> on Manchester City. <laughs> oh, I don't even know where to begin. To Dude, be y'all got y'all got dick slapped. I'm telling you. You guys, like, it came out of nowhere. UEFA just unzipped their pants. Took out their schlong and just slapped City in the face a couple times. They with did. It. They did. And I guess I'll start with this. A kind of an, o- an open-ended way of starting it. What do we really know about financial fair play? Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I, I, okay. I'll, like I'll, seriously, I'll t- like I'll t- what, what are the guidelines? Yeah, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell this to the, to the listeners right now. I'm not really good at accounting. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't know really a lot about this financial fee because it's very vague. Yeah. The only thing I really know, and you can add anything you want or correct me from from financial fair play, is they set it up. UEFA set it up so that, like, I guess, like a lot, like a lot of a like where a club's money, most of it is coming from like their own generated like sponsorship and revenues instead yeah. of just like having you know. Um, um, a sheik or some prince or something. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be Saudi Arabia. Anyone just coming in and just putting in like their own like money into that, and then that's how they're funded. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they want, I guess, like a, a grassroots approach to like building up a club. So that's like the only really thing mm-hmm. I really know about financial fair play. I don't know if you want to add on to anything or correct me, but that's like well, all I really know. I don't the know. reason I ask is because I don't really know much about it. I don't know either. And yeah. I, I'm not here saying it shouldn't exist, but it's not really enforced that well, though. Number one, it's not really enforced, and number two, nobody seems to really know what it's all about. Like what it, what kind of laws or rules that it consists of, and it kind of just seems like an ambiguous concept that yeah. nobody really knows much about and, it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like you said, UEFA just comes out with their with their dicks in their hands, yeah. saying, "Oh, we're gonna fine you for this, 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 and this because you breached financial fair play," but us as fans are sitting here like, well, what, like what, it, like we didn't know this was even, yeah, yeah, like, like a thing. Oh, sure, sure, it may have been going on, but we didn't even know that that was something that you couldn't do because we don't really know yeah. much about financial. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't know then if like owners really know about it either. I don't know, like I really don't know, and like I've tried to find more info on it, but like. That's it's the so, thing. It's, it's, it's so vague. It's so like, like hush hush. I almost. haven't seen anything on Twitter like someone like really just like tweeting like, all right, this is what it is, or like I haven't found anything to explain. I mean, I even tried YouTube. Like yeah. I don't even know. Like I can't find anything that kind of just dumbs it down and tells a dumb person like me exactly well, like what it yeah. like what it's about. So, which is like, what's the right word to use? Which is like suspicious to me, and this kind of goes into my next point. UEFA is one of the most corrupt organizations in the world. More corrupt than than the NCAA, more corrupt than the Illinois state government, (laughs) more corrupt than the U.S. government. The only 
The only body that it's less corrupt than is FIFA as a whole. Yeah. Because FIFA's fucking corrupt too. Yeah, FIFA's, yeah. So that's my next point. UEFA is corrupt as hell. They come out with these allegations to and Liverpool was Liverpool had allegations against them as well with some sort of hacking thing a couple of years ago and ended up getting dropped. But no one really knew much about that either. All of a sudden it just kind of came and went and that was it. Yeah. Why if this is such a huge breach of financial fair play, why do we not know anything about financial fair play? Yeah. Like, obviously, what they did is wrong. I'm not saying what they did is right. Or allegedly. I don't know. Like, allegedly. So, uh, for like, any uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we'll try to break it down as yeah. simple as we can of what they're yeah. actually being fined for. Basically, what happened is they were misre- they were cooking the books. Yeah. They were uh, misreporting revenue, particularly, particularly within sponsor. the sponsorship revenue. Yeah. Um, and instead, they are allegedly pumping money back into the club with their own money and reporting it as yeah. sponsorship revenue. Yeah, and, and it was right? yeah, and, and it was through like the who's the owner or whatever. Sheikh Mansour. Sheikh Mansour. So apparently, like he was pumping the money through his like allegedly again, like I don't know, yeah. allegedly pumping the money through his like one of his like a couple of his companies that were sponsoring City. Yeah, but like he just pumped the money through mm-hmm. that sponsorship. So it was like I guess he. He kind of like found the loophole through it, but it was still yeah. technically still le- illegal if it was if it was actually done. So, so that's um, that's essentially and, what they're being banned. Yeah. Now, also, they did not. I guess they did not cooperate with an investigation that was supposedly taking place. Um, and this investigation was starting to take place. I guess November last year or something like that. And then an investigation was done mm. and here they are giving us this ban so it's kind of random that's yeah. very vague we don't really know much about that i don't really know much about that now god i like there's so much to like unpack here like, i don't even know what to i don't yeah i don't like, what to what to do next but i think and i'm gonna attempt to be as least biased as possible here uh, i know a lot of people will disagree that I am being biased, in fact, but I'll try. You think that, and I'll I'll, I'll open the question up to you first, I guess. Do mm-hmm. you think that two-year ban from the Champions League, in addition to a $30 million fine, which is pocket change for our owners, mm-hmm. do you think that is fair? Do you think that's harsh? Do you think that's not enough? What What do you think? Uh... I guess it's fair. It's fair in the sense. It's an. Oh, I'll tell you this. It's not fair to the players, to Pep and the fans. I'll tell you that. It's not fair for the because they didn't do anything. Yeah. Because this is more of a account like, and it was probably not even the owners. Probably accountants trying to find loopholes for mm-hmm. this. So it was. This was all done, not through the players because the player <laughs> players. You know, they just come and play. Pep coaches the fans watch. Yeah. Um. So it's unfair for for those for those three. For those three people, it's fair, I guess, in the if you want to say, because I'm trying to play both sides. Also, it's fair in the sense that, I guess, if this happened, like it, that does like, it is bogus in the sense just because like a lot of other small clubs, like anyone can else can do that then, right? And they can just like fund more money yeah. for them to be successful. Um, I I I just don't I don't know like what I don't, 
what I don't understand, like, it's not to me, it's not fair because PSG is probably doing the same thing, and they're like, I don't know, they haven't really gotten anything. They haven't really been yeah, like, you know, they, they, have, they haven't, yeah, they haven't gotten um anything significant. I'm, I'm sure it was just like fines, but mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Um, so I don't know if UEFA now is trying to have some big cojones now and trying to put their foot down with this. Ultimately, I think if they do get a ban, it'll probably just be a year. I don't think it'll end up being two years yeah. if they do. Um, but I think the reason why they're doing this, uh, they're doing this is because they want to make a point that you know, you, you know, if you're doing this, like this is wrong. But it's unfair to the fans, to the players, and to the coach because like they had nothing to do with this. So yeah. it is kind of hard to how do you enforce a rule that's not done? That's like how do you enforce this type of rule? Where like the players and and, and it, to do with the actual soccer, they have nothing to do with it. Right. It's all it's all like you know the people who run the club mm-hmm. in terms of like, uh, financially. So that kind of that does suck because like you kind of feel almost helpless as a fan and as a player and as a coach. And I'm glad you brought that up because Kevin De Bruyne, for an example, mm-hmm. in his contract, he gets bonuses for Champions League if they make it to X yeah. rounds in the yeah. Champions League. Or if he scores, I don't know the specifics, yeah. but if he scores goals in the Champions League, he gets bonus bonuses based off the Champions League. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So now, now and I'm sure there's an, there's more than just him that are, have similar contracts like that. But that's how his contract is structured. Mm-hmm. So what happens to Kevin De Bruyne? It's almost a breach of contract at that point that nobody has control over if you're banning them from the Champions League because they're going to qualify for Champions League for next season, but if you're not allowing them to compete, then we cannot carry out and abide by his contract to yeah, yeah. give him the appropriate bonuses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that hurts him. Mm-hmm. And I'm sh- like I said, I'm sure other players have similar contracts, so you are hurting the players in this case, who, once again, have nothing to do with this. And yes, it is, at the end of the day, it is cheating. And... Like, they do deserve some sort of punishment. I'm not saying they need to get off scot-free. Yeah, yeah. But there are people out there who are saying they need to be relegated to League 2. They need the their titles stripped away. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> like, think about that for a second. This, ultimately, from my understanding, this cooking of the books just, it, it affects their revenue. It doesn't affect the fact that they won all those fucking games and stuff. Mm-hmm. You think that little bit of extra revenue is really going to make a difference? Because that guy has enough money to fund a fucking country, Sheikh yeah. Mansour. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you think whatever, and I don't know the number because we don't really know numbers at this point yeah, because this yeah. hasn't even been made public. No. And we don't yeah. even know really the details of this investigation, mm-hmm. which is also suspicious to me. Yeah. Um, do you think whatever number that was pumped into those numbers, if that's, an, if that's in fact what happened, has really made a difference? Yeah, I don't know. This, don't, guy, this guy has like a $200 million yacht. Yeah. Yeah, it all depends on how much money that was. I don't really... And again, like... I Nobody have no, knows. I, I have no fucking clue. Could have been... Could have been $500 million, Could have been $2 million. Like, I don't really... I have no idea. I don't really know, right? Like, I... Yeah. I have no idea. So, um... What this is okay. So if if this goes through, this is what I want to see. If this goes through, then they better go after everyone. Yeah, and and that leads me into my next point about how City's going to approach this. Yeah, obviously they're going to take it to court of arbitration and sport. 
And from what I've heard, they're going to throw the fucking kitchen sink at it. Mm-hmm. They're going to go at it with everything they have. They're going to go at other teams. So they're going to go at PSG. Yeah, which with, is the other team, yeah. So that goes, I told you I was going to get to this later. I'll get to it now. PSG has a sponsor with um, Jordan. Yeah. And some I don't know what the, the, their kit sponsor is, like their Oh yeah. Their big uh, kit sponsor, but um they have that going AIG on. AIG or something. It's something like that, yeah. And uh-huh. They lose in the round of 16 every season. So they're not getting that additional revenue of getting to the quarterfinals, the semifinals that other teams are getting. Yeah. And they're sure as hell not getting a lot from the league. But yet they have yeah. paid 300 million more or plus combined on Neymar and Mbappe. Mbappe. So you're trying to tell me that nothing's going on over there yeah. or with Bayern and it's it's Audi sponsorship as well. Yeah. Something's going on with Bayern, I'm sure as well. Yeah. Um Chelsea, I know it's a different totally different scenario. They had financial fair play stuff that they um breached, but it was a different thing with their loan players or whatever, and yeah, they got yeah, the, the yeah. transfer ban. So even though that's not as, we'll, we'll say it's not as extreme, mm-hmm. they get two transfer bans, and we get two-year ban in the Champions League? Yeah. Plus a fine? Yeah. yeah that seems a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And some people, I don't necessarily agree with this, but some City fans will argue that ever since Sheikh Mansour bought the club and became easily the wealthiest owner in world football that UEFA has been out to get them. Could be, could be a personal vendetta too. So it's like, and the only, the only thing I have to say to support that is why are we, the team getting the first team getting hit with this extreme of a ban in recent, in recent memory. Yeah. Cause PSG has been doing it for a while too. So yeah. And And if I'm I'm PSG, I'm shaking right now then. Cause yeah, they're going after everyone, and we're we're gonna yeah we're gonna fucking go after them. Yeah, and I've also heard that um, the CEO, uh, his name Soriano is his last name. He has come out publicly and said he wants UEFA to make the whole investigation public, give out all the details and all that, mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. make it public knowledge to everyone. Now that tells me. Number one, not only is he confident that they're going to beat this or get a lessened punishment, mm-hmm. but it also tells me he's got dirt on them, and he knows that this wasn't carried out properly. Given or this goes dirt, back to or he's how, got or he's got dirt on other teams, or he's got dirt on other teams, mm-hmm. and this goes back to how corrupt the organization is, not carrying out the investigation properly, which I would put against them. Yeah, so he must know that they are they. They could not have done too much yeah. wrong. He's told the players the same thing. Like, trust us just as we trust you. Like, we're going to beat this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And Pep believes him. Pep has already come out saying. They got put the league. If they got put in league two, he'd he would say, still be the coach. So. And, he, well, like, that's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah. Um, Imagine Pep in league two. That's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. But <laughs> I personally think it's not going to fully go away. They're going to get some sort of punishment out of this. Maybe they'll get a transfer ban or a two-year transfer ban or a, a larger fine. But they know they have to know if they fine us, it's going to be fucking pocket change, dude. Like yeah, that's that's, that's probably why gonna, they're yeah, that's probably why they're doing Champions League. That's probably why they're it's not going to phase us whatsoever. This dude has 
more money than whole countries do. Yeah. But I just don't think it's just the punishment. I don't think they should get off on skates because they did they did do wrong. They fucked up. Yeah. They're not the only team who's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Other teams have. And I've also heard that if they go at UEFA with their defense as they want to do, it could potentially reopen old wounds from the thing with Liverpool from a couple years ago with the hacking, which I don't really know much about mm-hmm. that, but I guess that yeah. ended up getting dropped, but it was brought to them by UEFA for some sort of hacking thing. Okay, yeah. Things can be opened with PSG, Bayern Munich. PSG is the biggest one. Who knows who yeah. else? Who knows? Wolves who have a super uh, super wealthy owner as well. I'm not saying that they've done anything wrong. Done yeah, anything just, wrong, just yeah. but... Um, they may be looked into. They have like a, a Chinese owner that has a ton of money as well. But yeah. also, I, I heard on the radio some English pundit. I don't know. If, it actually may have been Gary Neville. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, someone kind of playing devil's advocate for the situation kind of just raised the question, you know, if City did do this and they did pump some money in, why why is it wrong to reinvest your own money into the club? Because from a business perspective, investing into your own company in order to grow it yeah. is not necessarily illegal. Yeah, yeah. I get I, yeah. It, it's a breach of financial fair play, a, a concept that has put it been put into place by UEFA. But yeah. it's not. It's my understanding that that not ne- is not necessarily illegal from a business perspective. Yeah, I guess they're just. I guess it's more in the sense of like making sure like those clubs don't. I and I get that. I think it's just trying to protect like smaller clubs. Yeah, I think. and That's I and I is. and I get that. But no, yeah, and I know what you're saying. That makes sense. Because so yeah, and this isn't me who raised this question. Someone else, some pundit or no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no. That makes sense. Yeah. You know if. If if an owner has the money to invest it back into the club to, you know, take the next step in terms of sponsorship partners and bring in players and this and that, like, why is there financial fit? Why why is there something in place that prevents them from doing that? Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying financial fair play shouldn't exist, but maybe it should be more concrete of what you can and cannot do because like i said no one really knows yeah much about it i agree they should be i mean yeah they should they should set clear guidelines and punishments if you do so you kind of know right then yeah. what you're getting yourself into but now kinda... and that that would prevent us from getting into situations like this where nobody really knows what's yeah. going on They're like oh you get two years banned and all of a sudden there's an investigation yeah. and no yeah. one really yeah. knows much about what's happening within this investigation and how it's being carried out and all this stuff yeah. and i don't know i just it's definitely huge news and it could have extreme ramifications cuz Shit, let's let's go the other way. And whereas I don't think it's going to be upheld, so let's say it does. They're gonna lose a lot of money. everything. Yeah, they'll lose a lot of money, and they're gonna lose all all their players, every 
world class. Everyone, you consider- think they'll you think they'll leave though? Yeah. Or do you think they? Or do you think they have like? You think they have like strong ties with the club? Are you like that worried that all of them will leave? Maybe a couple. I don't I know. I mean, De Bruyne will leave. Aguero will leave. Um, even if, even if Pep stays though, they want to play Champions League, man. Yeah. And now you got. What if it's just one year? You think the people will leave? Yeah, not as many, but maybe the older ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it's definitely yeah. No, I, I people like, want to play in the Champions League. Yeah, and if I was a player, I would feel the same way. Yeah, so it's definitely rough. Yeah, if it goes the other way, yeah, yeah you guys, and you I guys, don't think it will. I, I I really something will happen. Maybe there'll still be a one year ban, but um, they will still get some sort of punishment. I'm almost a hundred percent certain of it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also almost a hundred percent certain that. Well, I hope PSG then gets slapped because then they'll lose everyone because no one wants to stay in the fucking league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They actually lose. That'll everyone. Be actually be good for the French league. <laughs> but it, they have to. UEFA also has to think of it from a broader perspective. Are they going to really get much attention on Champions League if a team like City with the team, the exciting team that they have isn't in it? Yeah. How is the Premier League going to be affected? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is the Premier League trying to do something about this? Or are they kind of just... I don't I heard the Premier League was going to get involved. I don't know. Well, I heard that if, if the ban got upheld, it would give the Premier League the green light to lead their own investigation and give their own domestic punishments which oh, i think is ridiculous <laughs> you guys will get mega screwed if that, that happens too bro so because this is this is uefa's what do you want to call it financial fair play this is uefa's concept rules yeah. that they put into place uh-huh premier league is neither here nor there when it comes to financial fair play they i mean I guess it's or maybe they do. I they're within cool. the umbrella. I mean, I no guess, one, but I mean, like no. it wasn't put into place by them, so it's like, oh uh, yeah, and no one explains it. Like I just, it's so ambiguous. I'm try, telling you, I try to like wrap my head around it, and I just get a headache. Like I don't even know how to understand yeah. it. And like I wish someone would just like post something so they can explain it to me. And but the fact that we haven't seen like it broken down is just tells me that like no one really knows what financial fair play is. Yeah. So it's not like the fucking like Bill of Rights, like. You have the right to freedom of speech. You yeah. have the right to it's bear like, arms. It's like written on a contract. You just yeah, read it. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. I don't. I literally like, do not think that exists. Oh, I wish it did. So then teams will look at it like, oh, I can't fund my own money to the club. I get two year ban from Champions League. Oh, okay, cool. I won't do it then. Yeah, like, maybe maybe teams would be more obedient of it if it was written out and there yeah. were some and written they, laws yeah, that were just, available to everyone and, to see. And they just mail it like a little like a sheet of paper. They mail it to every club so they can put it on their office yeah. so they can just look at it every day like, oh, okay, I can't do this. Thou shall not, <laughs> shall not input own money into clubs. Yes. All right. So. And, 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 you know, maybe clubs continue to get away with this because the fans, us, it's not evident to us what financial fair play is. Yeah. If it was something that was written out, that was shared with the world, mm-hmm. then maybe teams would be more obedient. But if fans don't know what it is, clubs probably think, well, the fans don't know what the fuck we're doing. They don't even know that it's wrong. Yeah. So we'll just do it. Yeah. And if we get caught, then we go to UEFA with it because they haven't shared it with the fans, so we can fight them on that. And even though that may not be right, no, yeah, I know what you're they saying. feel like that's a yeah. loophole. Yeah. So UEFA, 
I'm fucking sick of UEFA. They suck. And I really hope the ban is not upheld, obviously. I mean, yeah, for your guys' own I think sake. It would be, I think it would be bad for not only myself and City fans, but it it would hurt it would hurt the Champions League and the league unless other teams are exposed for doing similar similar things. Yeah. If we're going to come down, I want us to bring people down with us. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. But I think that does it. Yeah. Um, for that. Yeah. Shit gives, it got, does give me a headache. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you find anything else, we'll keep you guys posted about it, but I don't know dick, so. <laughs> I guess the last thing is I've heard that while they fight this and appeal it, that they will be able to play in Champions League next year. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but then if it does get upheld, then obviously we get a team like maybe Sheffield or Wolves that get in with that last spot. Yeah. Or United. <laughs> or United. I wouldn't feel as happy, though, if I got in through a fifth-place finish. I'd be kind yeah. of, but whatever. i take it. It would be a big asterisk. Yeah, I'd take it, but I guess I wouldn't be as happy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that's, yeah. Do you want to, I don't know. If you said you wanted to cover Premier League next week? Yeah, next episode. Next, yeah. next episode. So do you have any, uh, okay, so, yeah, we'll cover that next week. We'll cover these games. There was a lot, so I don't want to. We'll definitely go to closer to two hours if we if you continue to talk about Premier League. Yeah, but, we can wait on that. Um, let's. Uh, you got any tidbits though that you want to? Uh, uh, I think I've got a couple. You yeah, got go, any off the um, top of your head? Yeah. So <laughs> I sent you this one earlier. This and you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do know. So I sent Lee <laughs> earlier this week. I sent Lee. Uh, it was on Bleacher Report. I sent him a link, and apparently, I think it was in the uh, the French amateur. It was an like amateur league in the yep, French league. Yep. Some guy got a five-year ban from the league for biting a guy's penis. And, uh, <laughs> um, god damn. <laughs> so he, I don't know the whole entire story. I just know he bit his dick and he needed to get stitches after. And he got a five-year ban. I think that should be lifetime. That's fucking crazy. Um, and but he, uh, but he, but the, he bit the, his fucking dick. Like, I, I imagine the, the club got a points deduction, I'm pretty sure, as well. Yeah, and they got points deduction. Imagine Lee, like, you're playing soccer and some guy bites your dick. I can't imagine. I'll it. fucking kill them. Like, that's like, like, I thought Suarez, like, I thought the Suarez thing was like over the top. Like, yeah, this that is just like, to another level. Like, like, why are you biting other dudes' dicks? Like, that is just like, come on, man. So, I guess there was like a bit of a skirmish or something and between players. Took a chunk. Uh. And, uh, I don't know if he like was on it, like he got knocked down and he was like at that level and did yeah. that, <laughs> or he just like went down and that would be worse. <laughs> he just got on his knees yeah, and he went, to ta- went into town and took it upon himself to do that. Oh my god, it's just some weird ass people, dude. Like I don't know, like my thought process when I get in a scuffle, like is not to just bite another dude's dick. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was hungry. I don't know. Like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. um, French the French the have a they have a unique cuisine over yeah. there, but that <laughs> Pe- takes it to another level. <laughs> Pee pee, um, <laughs> so we we, we, we so <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, guys, don't go don't go bite pee- don't don't go biting people's dicks. You'll you'll get a ban. Yeah. Um, and it's I mean Suarez he's gonna have to amp up his game now. I mean yeah I, so. he he has to. He has to. This this has set a new bar, a new benchmark. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was one of mine. Um, the other one, I hate talking about this every week because I feel like we do a lot. 
the race again. Oh, like there's yeah. like I don't know if you I forgot what player it was, but it was like Morega from Porto from, from Porto. Yeah. Um, and but I feel like we gotta talk about it just because of how fucking ridiculous this is getting. It seems like every week. Every week, dude. Um, so for I mean, it happened last. I think it happened like last week or during the week earlier this week. But we'll tell you guys if you guys still don't know about it. Um, so apparently they were playing. I I forgot what team they were playing. It was um. I I don't know. I can't remember what team it was. It was uh Vitoria Guimaraes yeah. or something yeah, yeah. like that. It was a team that this player. I'm not gonna. Re- I, I I'm not gonna re-say his name. Um, he played for. He played for them last year, I believe. And he scored, and he went to go celebrate, um, in front like in front of the fans or whatever. And he started like there started like monkey chants, and you know just they were like throwing stuff at him, but I didn't know what they were throwing. It was like pieces seats, of seats, seats. They threw the seats like people oh were sitting my on. God. So imagine, uh, so so not only were they saying monkey chants and giving like racist comments to their ex player that played for them, Lee. Yeah, this guy played for this team, and they're doing that to him. Mm-hmm. But they were throwing chairs from like. You know, I don't know how high, like really high, fifty, yeah. like you know, because there's 30, a running track yeah, that like, goes around the field. Well, like fifty feet, I don't know, yeah. I don't know, but it was really high, and if that hits you in the head, Lee, like you're, <laughs> you're toast. You know what I'm saying? So, um, they were throwing that shit at him, and then the ref gave him a yellow card for like getting mad or something. Like yeah. I don't know, he gave him a yellow card, and uh, didn't really do anything about it. Like, and he stormed off, and he asked to get subbed out, and he and he he stopped playing. Like the worst part. The worst part for me, almost as bad as the racism itself, is his teammates not supporting his decision to get subbed off. Yeah, and I and I don't know if like they were saying because like I think, you know, yeah, like I don't know. There's no way to spin that off. Like it, it, was, it was pretty. It was like, pretty evident like, that they did not like they did not want him to go off the field. Yeah, and they didn't think it and was like, right. And like I get it. Like they wanted him to play or whatever. But like this is there's like, I don't know if I'm, and if I'm the like, uh, there's so much I want to say about this. Like. Yeah, that was like they should have they should have walked off with them the players. Like they should have walked off with them. Two, the referee, like the re- they need to like the refs need to do something about this. Like stop the game. Yeah. Like do whatever. Like why are you giving him a yellow card? Like you're this ref is such an idiot. Like he pretty much without like I'm not I'm sure he's not a racist, but like he kind of pretty much with that with that yellow card with what mm-hmm. he did on the field. He was pretty much saying like I support racism <clears throat> in a way. Yeah. Through his actions, which I'm not saying he does. But there and the I think there needs to be some sort of action that needs to be communicated to all referees, either by FIFA or it can be different per federation yeah, yeah. like UEFA, Conmebol, Concacaf, yeah. whatever. That if something like this happens and everyone is aware that it's happening, mm-hmm. there should be a rule in place. Like if this happens. This is this is the procedure. Like the game stops or players get off the field. Yeah. Um until that yeah. that fan or that group of fans yeah. is exited from the yeah. stadium to then the game returns or restarts. Something. Something. And the co- and like and if like you're a coach also, like you got to support the player. And yeah. you got to at th- at this point you got to be like what's more important, 3 points or you know, uh, human rights. From, you know, the video, like, you know from the video I saw, it seems like the coaching staff was more supportive of it yeah. than the teammates. Yeah. Were. But I just think as like a coach, like, I mean, if I'm a coach, I'm telling all the players, like, if this happens, you, everyone's walking off. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if we get punished or if we lose the three points or we have to forfeit. Like, this message is more important mm-hmm. than, a, than a game. Because I, I don't put, I don't put, like, 
too much blame on the referee because if I if I'm putting myself in my in that referee's shoes, I'm like, what do I do? Because most yeah. referees, this is the first time they're exposed to something of that yeah. magnitude. Yeah. When it comes, like you may hear someone say the N word or. Uh, a racial slur mm-hmm. to another player. Like you may hear that like mm-hmm. player to player, mm-hmm. but when the whole stadium like gets involved like that, like that's a different scenario. Yeah. And, and if I'm the referee, like I wouldn't know what yeah. to do either. Yeah. I, I think the most obvious is just pause the game. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. that's to me, that's what it seems like. He has like, to think like, yes, that's definitely the right thing to do to stop the game. But he has to think about his job. Like what's the Federation going to say? What's the league yeah, going to yeah, say? That's fair. That's like, fair. There's so many different fair. Uh, stakeholders in yeah. the scenario. But that's why I'm saying if it is, if some sort of procedure is put in place either by the league, the Federation or FIFA as a whole. Yeah. And that's communicated to the referees association of like, this is what you do. If something like that happens, then we have taken a step towards stopping this. No, I agree. But until that that's sense. done, then we're going to get scenarios like this. And if like if uh if the guy from Newcastle whipped out his dick, got a lifetime ban or whatever it was, then like you know, if you're saying racist chance, you should also. Like I well, think even the guy that bit the dude's dick. Even the bit the, yeah, the he, dude's he dick. He got a ban, but there's a 5-year ban. Like okay. And, like, you know what, dude? Like, I, I'm not saying, like, whipping your dick out, like, you're celebrating is a good thing, but it's a lot less harmless than, like, chance. Yeah. You know, like, sure, like, there's kids around. Well, and you're not whacking it. Like, yeah, whacking it. Like, he was just he was just spinning it around because he was happy. Like, he wasn't jerking off. Like, you know. Yeah, not so, to advocate it, so but he, this is way but worse. This is way worse, dude. Like, in turn, like, I'm not, again, like, he sh- he, the guy should have gotten a ban for that. Like, you don't do <laughs> yeah. that. But, like, he was just happy. Like, he was excited because they scored. Like, this yeah. is, like, this the racism stuff is, like, hurtful. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, again, not advocating whip your dick out when you when you celebrate, but yeah, like I don't know, man. Like, it, if people can like use the cameras to like spot that out, then you can use cameras and audio to like identify at least mm-hmm. a group of people who are saying these chants yeah. and like figure it out and do an investigation. And, so. and I encourage I encourage teammates of players anywhere, no matter what country you play in, if if your teammate wants to leave the field because he's been racially abused, let him do it. Yeah, don't make him feel more of a, like more of a victim or like the bad guy for wanting to leave. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to leave the field as well. Yeah, um, you're welcome to. Like, I think that would be a great thing. Well, oh. but at the very least, support him. Yeah, him or her, mm-hmm. and allow them to do that. Yeah, um, because unless you can relate, which a lot of most 99 percent of the teammates probably can't. Yeah. Don't don't fight it. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, I hate that we have to keep talking about it, but it seems like it happens every week. And that one was... That one was bad. That one was that one, was one of the worst ones. Um, my, my extra touch comes from Europa League play. Um, Hitafe played Ajax uh-huh, yeah. in the Europa League. And um, Alan Niam, former West Brom player, actually, plays for Hitafe. Mm-hmm. And he got into a tackle with, I think it was Ryan Babel. And he went down and, you know, he was holding his ankle, rolling mm-hmm. around. And it really wasn't a bad tackle. And Ryan Babel <laughs> was like in his face, like yelling about it. And then he got on the floor and started rolling around to mock him. <laughs> and I don't know if any cards were issued or whatever. Uh, but then finally he got up and he was limping off. 
And Ryan Babel imitated him. It was mocking him, and he limped off too. <laughs> kind of, you know, mocking him, him and yeah. making him look bad in front of his own <laughs> fans and on national TV and all this. And that was interesting to me because that was an interesting way of going about yeah, it was combating fun. diving. And yeah, it was funny. I like it. Was and funny. I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure I'll have more for next episode since yeah. we'll have to do one in another yeah. few days. But. Uh, one more that I wanted to talk. We kind of talked about it, but this this Braithwaite transfer, I kind of wanted to talk about that real joke. quick. So, I mean, we I I talked about it already, but I don't know how this rule works. It's just specifically in La Liga, but because I'll tell, well, it was good to tell our listeners this because maybe they don't understand it or haven't really done much research on it. But so apparently in La Liga, I had no idea this rule existed ever until this happened. You can make like a emergency transfer outside the transfer windows where if yeah, like you have fun. like uh, uh, an injury of a person that's like crucial to your team yeah. and it's like more than five, I didn't know this until last year it's like more than five months or whatever you can like go and buy someone under like a certain like you can go and buy the if you can pay for the mm-hmm. release clauses like you can get them and uh and the club can do can, the club the other club that's like you're buying this player from can reject it it's all on the I mean the player if he wants to come and obviously Braithwaite is like oh Barca like yeah so, which that part of it is what makes it dumb. Yeah, that's what makes it dumb. Like the the club cannot reject it. They're pretty much like they can't do anything. Yeah. And this is outside the transfer window. And Braithwaite came from Leganes, who are fighting relegation battle right now. Yeah. And Braithwaite it's was terrible. Braithwaite was literally the only person who can score in that team, and they're probably gonna get relegated now because they yeah. can't score. And Barca, uh, I and mean, he's gonna like, sit on the bench. He's gonna sit on the bench, and he can't. So. And you can't even play Champions League. You can only play in La Liga. This is so. I don't know. This rule is stupid as shit. I think they should get rid of it. Like you, you, sh- you should. Like this, like emergency transfers should not happen. Like you should be able to get your shit together, like in the transfer window, and figure out what it is you need to do. And yeah. like I said before, Barcelona's board and transfer strategies have been fucking all over the place. Like mm-hmm. it's pathetic, like how they're handling this. But, um. You think about it, like Barcelona have one of the best academies in the world. They have a reserve team. Like, can't you? Yeah. Can't you just like, you know, look at uh, Fati? Yeah, and yeah, they have they have Barcelona B, who's in the Spanish football pyramid too. Yeah. So you can you can take you can bring up players. You have a plethora of options. Yeah. To do that, and they got rid of like I said before, they got rid of two players in the transfer one on loan. Mm-hmm. They sent them away. And like you know, I don't know why they did that, and they did. And look, look where they're at now. And Braithwaite's not going to do anything. You know crazy. what? Injuries happen to every yeah. team. Every I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't care. I mean, I don't. Care, I don't care if their whole entire eleven got injured. Like that's why you have academies. That's why you have yeah. reserve teams. And this is why in the off season you bring in depth. Yeah, you bring in depth that you need. And bar- like, if anything. It's dumb on La Liga for letting this happen, and I'm and, and I'm gonna blame Barca. People are saying, "Well, Barca are just like going along with like you know the rules; they can do it." You know what? Barca's better than this, though. They are, and he didn't even he didn't. It's not like he started this weekend. And let's be honest. Okay, yeah, you're missing a striker. You're telling me Messi can't play striker. You're telling yeah. me Antoine Griezmann can't play striker, both of which are healthy. Yeah. You're telling me you can't change your formation to play even like a false nine yeah. or uh, one up top and change your 4-3-3. Sure, you can do that. Sure, you can. It's pathetic, dude. And it's pathetic. I, whereas I disagree with the whole concept as a whole, the worst part of it is that it's like basically non-negotiable for the – Yeah, and then Laganis can't do that either then. They can't go in the transfer window and get someone else if they could. And it only benefits – 
rich clubs because they can pay the release cost. Like Honest can't go and pay twenty million release yeah. cost or someone. Like it's, it's just like, you know, like and I'm and like if it, honestly, dude, like, I mean, I'm not saying like this would happen, but like if Barcelona wanted to get someone from Real Madrid and they could pay their, they could pay like the release clause. Real Madrid couldn't do anything about it. Like, and if the player wanted to go to Barca, he could. They could do that. Yeah, they pay, like technically you can't fucking, like fucking stupid. Not saying they would that would happen, but it's just. I don't know, man. Like that, it was one of the dumbest shit, th- dumbest things like I've ever heard in my life. Here's man. a trivia question that relates to uh, this this topic. Martin Braithwaite has become the second, the only the second ever player that has now played for Barcelona and Middlesbrough. Who is the second, or who is the fir- who was the first? There's another one. <laughs> yeah. Who? Wait. He's playing in the Premier League right now. He's playing in the Premier League right now. Yeah. Oh God. You're gonna, you're gonna like, oh, it's gonna be like an aha moment when you when I tell you, but who? Adama Traore. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was on the. I forgot he was on Barcelona. <laughs> so two players who both played for Middlesbrough also play, have now played for Barcelona. Middlesbrough, man, they're making. <laughs> and I'll remind you that Middlesbrough is in like fighting also relegation at Championship right now. <laughs> Look at that, my man. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, yeah, that was. I hated seeing that happen because now yeah. Lagan, poor little Lagan is going to get relegated they're, they're for done. sure. Yeah, so I don't know, man. That took me off. In Barca, like I don't know, they're like a, it seems like they're kind of a sinking ship. I love right this now. sport, but there's some rules in here. There's man. some rules in all governing bodies, whether it's leagues or federations or yeah. FIFA as a whole, that are just it's bad for the game. I agree. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I think that'll do it. Uh, my golden goal is Ruben Neves, also from. Europa oh, yeah. League against uh, Espanol. Oh yeah, let me let week. me think. Let me think real quick. Uh, uh, only scores bangers. Yeah, actually, I think that's gonna be mine. I, that's the only one I can think off the top of my head. So we'll post that one. That was a nice dude. He scores Stunner. bangers. He scores bangers, Stunner. and he's really good at free kicks. He's he a is. beast at free nice kicks. Nice little signing they had with him. Yeah, he almost scored a free kick. And today. good for him too because they signed him when they were in the championship before they got promoted, and he like bought into their like philosophy vision and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, and yeah. here he is. Yeah, Beeson, bro. So, yeah, that's mine as well. Um, but anyways, oh, yeah, quick update. We won our league game. Yep. Uh, I'm back on the pitch. I had two goals. No big deal. One step closer to a ship. Yep. So I'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that Another as game well. on Thursday. Another game on Thursday. So we'll get after it. Um, yeah, we'll probably release on the next episode Wednesday. Yeah, after, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday after um, the Champions League games. And we'll go over the Premier League games and everything around the world. And uh, the next, next couple of weeks with MLS starting, we're going to try to have a guest on. So Yeah, stay tuned stay for tuned. that. Yeah, sounds good. But thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. All right, peace out, guys.